Now, this may trigger you or like ruffle some feathers, but it's the truth. If you're depressed and you're sad and you're feeling mopey and feeling bad about yourself and you're not doing something to rectify it, but yet you keep talking about it, you are just seeking attention. Hi, my wonderful sweet babies. It's Destin Choice. And I wanted to get on my podcast and talk about how to beat the fuck out of depression and beat her ass or his ass or whatever you want to call it. Now, I wanted to get on here and, of course, celebrate the fact that I'm really about to celebrate the third year of my podcast coming out. It's officially been three years since I started my podcast. That is the craziest shit ever to see that time went by so fast, to see people still support it and stream it. Now, considering it's been three years, I feel like I had to, you know, bring back another topic that I discussed a long time ago, and that was how to beat depression's ass, how to beat the fuck out of it, drag it, beat it the fuck up, and get rid of it. Now, a lot of times, we oftentimes like to say that we're depressed, and that's usually our excuse for why we're not getting things done in life, or why we're not amounting to things, or why we can't get things done, or why we can't contact people we need to contact, or why we can't achieve certain goals. People don't realize that a lot of times when we're depressed, there's usually a wall and a barricade that you can usually tear down in order to get through that depression. A lot of times we say that we're depressed because we're not filling the job that we're in. We're not filling the opportunities that we're in. We're not happy about the relationship we're in. We're not happy about our environment. We're not happy about the whole town we're in. We're not even happy about where we're living or the state of our lives right now. We're not happy because we have X, Y, and Z issues. Now, a good example is this. I have a very popular saying that I say that oftentimes does piss a lot of people in the comments off. But I have to say it. We have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. Now, here people go... Oh, no, we don't. She has X, Y, and Z. We really do. Because do you have 24 hours in a day? I know I do. We all know when the sun goes up and we all know when the sun goes down. And there's 24 hours in a day. But it's really all about what you do with your time that matters. To be honest, even though we may not have Beyonce money, we all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. So the reason I like to use her as an example is Beyonce is very heavily known for her her workload. Her workload, how often she gets out there. Beyonce was even famously known for just having a kid and taking her ass right on tour and going on 14-hour rehearsals. We all know Beyonce for having a heavy workload, but still thugging it out and doing what needs to be done. So this is what I mean when I say we can sit up here and complain, but look how many hours are going by. One minute it's 9 a.m. and you just woke up. The next minute it's 6 p.m. and the whole day already just went through. And then before you know it, it's already 11 o'clock at night and now you're in bed complaining about how you could have used your time so much differently. You know? Even if you do have a full-time job or you do have children, there's so many times or so many hours in a day that we could utilize to sacrifice for ourselves. The times where we know deep down inside that we procrastinate, we could utilize that time towards something else. So yes, we all do have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. We just don't have the same resources as her, and that's okay. You know, Beyonce didn't become Beyonce in a year. You know what I mean? Beyonce became Beyonce after decades of putting in effort. And I, no matter how I feel about her, I always like to use her as an example because no one can really take away what she's been able to do and how she's been able to utilize all the time she's been given. In other words, you're not running out of time. You're just wasting time. You're worried about trying to you know, stay in your hometown because you feel like you have to be there for your mom because your mom might need this. You feel like you have to be there for all your friends who aren't really your friends or who are honestly fake as fuck or don't reciprocate the same energy you give them 
So you feel like you have to go out of your way and bust your ass all the time to be there for them. And then it sucks the life out of you because you feel like shit and you feel like no one appreciates you. And then the pressure can stem from the fact that you're spending too much time comparing yourself around everyone around you that's growing. If you actually want to beat depression's ass and elevate and be a better person, you need to, you need to identify that barricade and that wall that's preventing you from getting what the fuck you want. There's a saying that goes like this, fortune favors the bold. And if you want good things and blessings to come in and unlock those blessings, you have to tear down that fucking wall and you have to be bold. You know, a wise woman once told me, shout out to, I think her name is Tommy, Tommy Loren, very popular influencer and media personality. And she basically said the following quote. She said, and this shit always stuck with me too. She said, if something scares you, run towards it as fast as you can. As time goes by and you spend so much time being so fearful or so scared of something that you can't change or being so fearful and scared of something that is just unknown, you won't elevate or progress in life because you're so worried about hiding behind a wall or hiding behind who you want to stay as that you'll never really reach your full potential. So if something scares you, run towards it as fast as you can. If you really deep down the side are so depressed, ask yourself who is the root cause of it? Is it the person you're dating? Is it your relatives who are putting so much pressure on you? Is it the fact that you're still healing from a PTSD traumatic moment? What is preventing you from being happy? Because I realized that when it comes to being happy and being in a good mood, a lot of that shit is a choice. You know, you can easily create a good day. You know, you don't have to keep doing the same routine. If you're working a job and you feel like you keep doing it and you're stagnant in it and it's boring and it's not challenging you and you feel bored, then you can easily update your resume, apply to that new job or that new career field, and then just go ahead and go fucking do it. You know what I mean? And one thing I really hate about people who always use depression as their, you know, cop out for why they won't achieve or won't try to achieve something is they always say things such as, well, that's just not easy. It's not easy. Who the fuck said that was going to be easy, bitch? Did I say it was going to be easy? Clearly, it's not going to be easy. Get your fucking ass up and go try to do something. At least make an effort. If you really genuinely sit up here and say you're depressed and you won't do anything about it, I genuinely believe that you're just trying to seek attention. Now, this may trigger you or like ruffle some feathers, but it's the truth. If you're depressed and you're sad and you're feeling mopey and feeling bad about yourself and you're not doing something to rectify it, but yet you keep talking about it, you are just seeking attention. Saying things such as, yeah, I'm just depressed, and then this happened and that happened. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit around and just fucking complain about it all fucking day? Or are you going to just look for solutions? Because we need solutions, babe. Like, what are you, you going to do about it? Like, are, do you need to break up with somebody? Do you need to cut off toxic family members? Do you need some new friends? Because there's apps out there that you can download where you can, like, mingle and meet new people. There's... Things that you can do, such as bar hopping, or maybe going to a networking event, or maybe even going to you know a little, a little intervention or a real estate intervention or whatever things you're passionate about. There's easily so many things you can do, so many apps and so many websites you can go to if you're looking for something to do. If you need a new friend or new or new circle to even mingle with or hang out with, there's so many things you can do if you really care about trying to elevate and get yourself out of that depression. But then there's some people who just seek, like literally will seek validation and seek attention all the time they, they won't do anything about it like i had a i had a ex friend at the um at the time i had a friend at the time who i'm no longer friends with who always 
used to fucking complain about being depressed. Like, yeah, like, I'm just so annoyed. Everyone's just so irritating me. Like, I'm just, I'm just such a good person. And I feel like people are always taking advantage of me. And I'm so annoyed. And I feel like being nice and being there for people just doesn't get me anywhere. I'm just so irritated because I'm always there for people. I'm always letting people, like, vent and stuff. But, like, no one's ever there for me. And I'm so annoyed because I'm, like, so depressed. And I'm always so sad all the time. But, like, no one knows it. Well, damn, bitch. Now I know it. And now you're telling me. But I hear you saying a whole bunch of things. I hear you saying X, Y, and Z and a list of 50 million things. But what are you doing to get out of it? What are you doing to prevent yourself from being depressed? You know, I'm very big on if you really want something bad enough, you'll find a way. If you don't want it bad enough, you'll just find an excuse. Depression just is an excuse for why you want to be happy. Like, do you want to be depressed or do you want to be happy? Because most people want to just be happy. You know, and if you want to be happy, why not just take the steps to pull what you want closer to you? So a lot of times when people are depressed, they do things such as self-sabotaging. And I really wanted to get into the whole self-sabotaging thing because self-sabotaging is what a lot of us do sometimes when we're depressed because that's usually our excuse for not trying to elevate and be better people. Usually when somebody's depressed and going through it and fighting demons, it can be a lot of things. A lot of times, a lot of y'all watching this or you watching, listening to this or whatever, might be depressed because, you know, you have financial issues going on. You're really annoyed. You know, you're irritated because, you know, you had you made X amount of money last year, but, like, you're not making as much money as you were this year. Or you're bored as hell in your current career field, or you want to leave and start fresh somewhere else, but you feel like you can't. And a lot of times, there is a slight possibility that you can do something, but oftentimes, you won't make an effort because in your head, you're self-sabotaging by saying, oh, well, it won't work out anyways. Okay, well... You know, I'm not going to book that flight and go on that little trip anyways because I might get kidnapped and human trafficking. You know, I might not make any friends or I might not even have any fun anyways. Or, you know, I'm not going to, you know, make waste my time to go apply for that school because it's not going to work out anyways. You know, everyone's going to think that I'm um I'm a failure and I'm an idiot anyways. Like, it's just going to be so expensive anyway. So I'd rather just be in the same predicament that I am now. Self-sabotage. That's why when you're depressed, you have to do everything you can to figure out where it's stemming from who's the cause of it, or what that barricade is. Because self-sabotaging is not fun. A lot of times people self-sabotage and stay depressed. Like I said, want attention. They'll talk about how depressed they are, but don't try to you know, make an effort to elevate in life. Because a lot of times people like that are scared of success. You're scared of success or you're scared of failure. I remember I knew this one person who I used to be really well acquainted with, but no longer acquainted with anymore because all they fucking did was complain about how negative their life was and they weren't the best person, long story short. They had this habit of constantly saying, yeah, like, I want to start this skincare line. You know, I think it'd be really cool if I did. And, you know, I want to start, like, selling, like, you know, cosmetics and stuff. And, you know, I really want to get into this. But, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just scared of failing. Like, I feel like, you know, if I, like, do this and stuff, it's just going to be so hard. And, like, it's not that easy. Like, I feel like I just, like, need someone to, like, be there or fall back on. To add further context, this so-called acquaintance slash friend I had a while ago was an OnlyFans personality and a porn star. This individual is a very attractive man. He was a really good-looking man, chiseled jawline. He was like six foot five, just good-looking model type of dude, in great shape, all that. The issue is he was so used to using his looks to get what he wanted, and he was so used to fucking on camera fucking other people on camera and just showing his dick on camera, showing his body on camera, that for him, that was like his easy way out. For him, that was the easy thing he could do because he could fall back on that. But he didn't like telling people, 
Oh, yeah, I do OnlyFans. I'm a porn star. He didn't like that about himself. He saw himself as less than, and he always kind of, like, subtly made it clear because, you know, he would always say things like, I hate it. Like, I hate this. Like, ugh, everyone I know that does what I do, they hate it too. And I just want to, like, do something new. And I'm just scared of failure because, you know, I'm just used to this. He was just so used to doing the easy thing for money. You know, the one thing he told me he was scared of was he was scared of people, like, poking at him and poking out his inconsistencies and poking out his errors. He was scared of looking like a failure to other people. Like, he was scared of, like, letting other people think that he's not perfect or he's just vulnerable. He didn't like that aspect. He didn't like that aspect of being a failure because he was so used to so many things in his life going wrong that in his head he thought trying to do something new and trying to do something right just was foreign to him. And that's why he's probably still in that depression to this day. I haven't talked to him in a long ass fucking time. But that's probably why he's still probably in that depression because he was stuck in that rut. And no matter how much motivational words I gave him or how much of a pep talk I gave him, he seemed like he couldn't just climb out of that rut. Like, I'd be like, no, like, you're good. Like, you're actually really smart and mad intelligent. Like, just go out of your way, you know, boss up and just do it. Like, just snap out of it. Just do it, you know? You can actually do it because if you actually make an effort, you'll thank yourself five years from now for actually getting up right now. Like, I always tell people the same thing. The same thing I tell a lot, a lot of y'all who watch my, pod, my podcast, listen to my podcast, listen to my YouTube videos. I always say this, and again, it's going to rub people the wrong way. We have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. And here's some of y'all go, oh, well, no, we don't. We don't have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. Beyonce has nannies and chefs, and she has this, and she has that, and she has somebody to help her keep her coochie clean, and she has this, and she has kid babysitters, and this, and she has a team of choreographers, and she has a team of taxes, tax people and accountants. And listen, we don't have the same resources as Beyonce, because I damn sure don't got the same shit as Beyonce. You know, I'm doing, you know, a lot of us are doing okay, but we're not doing what Beyonce is doing clearly. The issue is people don't realize that when I say we have the same time as Beyonce, we really do because there's 24 hours in a day and it's really all about what you do with those 24 hours. A lot of times, a lot of y'all will sit up here and say things such as, oh, well, I can't do it because I don't have time because I work a lot. But bitch, let's be honest. The average person probably works about, let's be honest, the average person probably works about five days a week, right? Five days a week and they probably work from sun up to sun down or sun up to the eat to the late to the mid evening right so on average you probably working about 45 to 50 hours a week 45 to 50 maybe even 60 hours a week if you're working overtime when you get home around what nine o'clock at night eight o'clock at night ten o'clock at night what are you doing with that time probably sleeping right but what are you also doing before you go to sleep probably showering and then getting your ass in bed and probably scrolling through social media until you fall asleep. And then when your off days come, what are you doing on your off days? Probably doing a little bit more sleeping. But what, what happens when you wake up after your nap? You got like a whole bunch of hours in the day and then you're probably just scrolling through social media, watching some dumbass TV show that is just like rotting your brain and then complaining about why your life isn't the way you want it to go. So you see what I mean? Even though you may spend a lot of your time working and then better case scenario, some of y'all probably got kids. Some of y'all probably got parents y'all take care of. Some of y'all probably got people you, that depend on you. That takes out more hours out of your day. But what about the few remaining hours out of your week? Because, hold on. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me do this real quick. Let me do the math real quick for anyone that's going to feel the type of way about this. Alexa, how many hours are in one week? One week is 168 hours. There's 168 hours in a week, and on average, most people are working like 50 hours a week. 
maybe 40 if you're someone that prioritizes having time for yourself. You, you probably work about 50 hours a week and it's 168 hours in a week. What are you doing with the remainder of that time? Showering, eating, eating, binge eating, pacing back and forth, having anxiety, panicking, self-sabotaging, giving yourself negative self-talk, manifesting all that negative self-talk into your real life, and sitting around complaining because the time goes by. You know, you know what's so crazy is I always tell people that time goes by so much faster once you get out of high school or once you like get to the age honestly once you get to your 20s you realize how fast time goes you know a lot of us when we're younger we can't wait to be adults you can't wait to be 18 19 you can't wait to be a grown woman and get out of your parents house and leave the house when you want to and dress how you want to dress and dye your hair what color you want to wear and wear what pants you want to wear and eat what you want to eat but then once you get into you know 18 19 it seems all smooth and bumpy and you go through shit. but then when you hit your 20s you turn 20 and then before you know it you're already fucking 25. And it's like, what What the fuck just happened? Like, you literally just think to yourself, wait, wasn't I just 20 that's long ago? Because I, I remember being 20. I'm pretty sure some of y'all remember being 20. And then boom, before you know it, you're 22. Then you're 23. Then you're 24. Then you're 25. And then some of y'all are probably already in your 30s. Or some of y'all are probably pushing your 40s. And it's like, whoa, like, where did all this time go? And how much did I fucking accomplish? A lot of us have accomplished a lot of things that we don't give ourselves credit for. But there's so many things that a lot of us wish that we can do and go after. So if there's something that you've always wanted to do, and I always remind myself to tell myself this too, because sometimes I be having to remind myself and give myself that pep talk. If there's something you always wanted to do, you might as well go for it and do it anyways, even if you fail or even if it doesn't work out. So that way you could at least say you try. One thing I always notice is every time I watch these videos of like those older people on TikTok or on YouTube saying what their biggest regrets are, it's never the things that they... Did. It's always the things that they didn't do. They never say, oh, I regret doing this, that, or third. It's typically, I regret not traveling enough. I regret not applying for that visa. I regret not, you know, going on a solo trip. I regret, you know, not going out to find more friends. I regret, you know, sacrificing all my time to just my marriage and not going out there and go seeing the world and trying my best to just please. I regret not doing this X, Y, and Z. Everybody's regrets is usually the chances that they didn't take. And you have to remember that the time is going to go by regardless. If you say, you know what, I'm going to go back to school for nursing. I'm going to go back to school and get a certification in tech so that way I can get an opportunity in the tech field. Go do that shit. Because the time is going to go by anyways. Before you know it, it's going to be 2027, 2020, 2028. Before you know it, you're going to be in your 30s. You might as well do it because the time is going to go by regardless. What are you doing? The time is going to go by regardless. You, you might as well do it. Literally, you might as well get your fucking big fat ass up and just apply for what you want to apply for. Update your resume. Leave your hometown. Leave your home country. And try something new if the opportunity is presented. A lot of times when... A lot of times, I get it. A lot of times, the thing that holds you back the most is not having the funds to do so. But I also have to ask people, are you serious enough to make that big move or to try something new? Are you willing to, like, put aside a certain amount of money to save? You know, are you living within your means and then saving, like, a dash of your income? Are you constantly eating out and not throwing a little dash in your savings account that's preventing you from maybe traveling or solo traveling, or, or living in a new country, or living in a new state, you know, the time's going to go by regardless, and before you know it, you'll be 30, 40, 50 years old, and you'll probably have like 50, 60, 70 cats, and you'll probably be some big fat ass cat lady on your couch, and then you'll be really irritated that you didn't take the risk, or 
take the steps necessary in order to elevate or do what you, you know, felt was necessary for the life you wanted to live. Rather you get your ass up and make a change now, the time gonna go by regardless. Like I said, you remember when you had turned 20, you remember when you had turned 18, you remember when you were 16 years old, and now look how old you are now. Like, for example, right, right now we're already in 2023. Shit, I fuck... I, I'm, I'm still trying to process what happened during the summer of 2022. Like, I, I still can't even process what happened in summer 2022 because it went by so fast. Summer 2022 felt like it was literally just there. It came and then it simply just went. I'm still trying to fucking process that. And we're already in the new year heading towards the fucking spring. Let that sink in. Holiday season for 2022 is over. 2023 New Year's is over. And before you know it, we're going to be in spring. We're literally heading towards February as we speak. We're in February right now. It's going to be spring, spring break. And then guess what? After spring break, guess what's next? Summer. Some of us still remember what the fuck happened in summer 2022 and are still trying to process what happened in summer 2022. And here we are peeking up at spring. So just ask yourself, why haven't you made the necessary change or made the necessary efforts to get to where you want to be in life? Is it that you're fearful of success? Is it that you're fearful of failure? Is it that you're fearful that if things work out, you're going to have to let go of the people that are next to you and close to you? Is it that you're scared that you're going to have to dump your ex and dump those fake ass friends or dump those, you know, bad habits that you always had? Is it, are, are you scared that you're going to have to give up on your bad spending habits? What is it about failure and success that scares you so much? What is it, what, what is it about that one barrier or that one barricade in front of you that's preventing you from moving it out of the way and trying to achieve what you want? Because a lot of times we don't realize it, but a lot of us are in our own ways and you have to learn how to get the fuck out of your own way. You're in your own way, but I'm making an effort. One minute you wake up, it's already 8 a.m., boom. You look up again, it's already 4 p.m. in the afternoon and then it's late at night and you get upset that you weren't as productive as you could have been. And then the cycle repeats and repeats and repeats and you're doing the same shit that you were doing six months ago. Procrastinating, spending money on bullshit, and thinking about all the cool things that you could have, but you're too busy comparing yourself to others because you want to do everything right. I feel like a lot of people have this mindset where because of the parents that a lot of us have, many of us grow up thinking that you should always take the safe route. Now, a good example is... Growing up, I always wanted to be a popular entertainer, right? But I was always told, be safe, take the safe route. So I was told by my Caribbean parents, my Haitian parents, to, oh, go pursue nursing. Oh, you should be a doctor. You should be a lawyer. You should be this. You should be that. I was told by those people in my family who's, who spent most of their life settling and aren't fucking happy with the things that they settled with. Some of them ain't even fucking doctors and lawyers, but they want your ass to be a fucking doctor or a lawyer. And even if they are doctors and lawyers in your family, who the fuck are they to tell you what you should do to make you happy? Like, you should be taking advice from people who are happy people. Are your parents naturally happy people? Are they always fucking complaining about their jobs? Why the fuck would you listen to them or they're not happy? Happy people know what it takes to be happy. And happiness and finding success is defined by your own beliefs and what you've 
what you've done. Happiness and success is living the life that you chose, living the life that you chose and living with the decisions and mistakes that you made. That's what happiness is. Choosing your life. A lot of people spend so much time trying to choose a life that their parents want them to have because they're so scared that if they take a risk, their parents will look down on them. But they're so scared they take a risk, their parents will have to come save them. They're so, they're so scared to take a risk that they think, well, damn, well, if I take a risk and it fails and things go wrong, everyone's going to think that I'm this and that. Try not to listen to those demons in your ear. Try not, to listen to, try not to listen to those negative thoughts. I always like to attribute negative thoughts that, that we hear or say to ourselves. Whenever you hear those, you can't do it. You're so dumb. They don't fucking like you. You're not good enough. You're not this. Those are demons whispering in your ear because they know good things are on the other side. But demons need something to fear off, feed off of. So demons want you to be constantly in a state of fear and a constant state of self-doubt because they want you to be fearful because demons are able to feed off that energy. They're like, yes, yes, let's feed off this stupid bitch. Let's make her as sad or angry and depressed as possible so that way we have something to feed on. Those demons that are in your ear, those negative thoughts that you hear, a lot of times those aren't even really your thoughts. Those are just those negative haters that you have in your life manifesting that shit towards your way. Those are just people who are preying on your downfall, sending nasty shit your way. Those are just your insecurities trying to pull you back into that low state so that way you don't elevate. So before you put yourself in a predicament where you tell yourself, what if things don't work out? Ask yourself, what if things do work out? I'm not trying to shit on you for, for being depressed because a lot of us are depressed or a lot of us go through depression, but you got to kind of ask yourself, what's next? Yeah, I'm depressed, but what's next? Yeah, I'm mourning right now, but what's next? What can I do? How do I climb out of this? Because sometimes people like to take the easy route of just taking antidepressant medication and then simply just dwelling in it, being dependent on it, and then never really take any steps to be better. Never take steps to go to therapy. None of that stuff. People just don't take any effort at all to try to be in a better state or in a better mood. You know, playing the victim won't really get you anywhere. Playing the victim and playing the whole, well, okay, but you don't understand. I'll say, okay, but, you know, I, I, I went through this. Okay, but you got to understand. Bitch, we all going through shit, okay? I got X, Y, and Z problems. This person got problems. We all got problems. And that's not to invalidate your issues. But that's just the world doesn't give a fuck because the world will keep spinning. I like to always tell people this. If you are in a state where you mentally can't elevate, you feel like you can't elevate, try your best to be productive because productivity will kill all that fuck shit that you're going through. When you're productive and you focus on something that can help you elevate, then you'll be better. Like, for example, if you're someone that's always wanted to be like in the baking industry, or you always wanted to do hair, nails, or you're always wanted to like sell t-shirts, or you're always wanted to like get into drop shipping, or maybe start a vending machine business, or, you know, maybe you wanted to like try a new job and, you know, update your resume, I say do it. Just try doing something productive and watch yourself drift out of that, you know, depression. You know, people always say, okay, but what, what do we do? What do we do? That's what you do. You just be productive. You just find something productive to do. So if, it, if if your depression stems from, you know, your parents traumatizing you, your ex traumatizing you, someone you're in a relationship doing you hella dirty, it's kind of best to just be productive because once you be productive, you'll be the best version of yourself and then you'll look back and be like, wait, hold on, I'm not really depressed anymore. I'm actually really happy doing something productive. I actually found a really cool hobby that's actually really fun and brings me peace and luxury. 
even if it means starting a podcast. Some of you guys talk a lot, and some people around you don't want to fucking listen, but you still have a lot to say, and you feel like you could reach a bigger audience. Make that podcast. Make a YouTube channel for it, and just put it out there. You know, stop self-sabotaging. Stop worried. Stop being so worried about what could go wrong and be worried about what could go right. Just make an effort. Because something can go completely right, and then you will look back and think to yourself, whoa, like, I'm so glad I did that, because had I not did that, you know, I wouldn't have had all this money, I wouldn't have gotten all these opportunities, or I would have never met so-and-so, and meeting so-and-so because I made or started this new venture, you know, put me in a much better mood, you know, change the trajectory of your life, you know, switch up your routine a little bit, you know, do something a little bit different, you know, when, when you get back from work, you know, take a different route, you know, stop just sitting your ass at home being bored and being tolerant of those friends that, you know, don't hit you up like that or got their own shit going on, you know, go to a networking event, download the app Eventbrite, there's an app called Eventbrite that you can download, I don't know if it's available globally, but I know it's available in the UK and most of Europe and also in the States, so Download the app Eventbrite, find something cool and productive to do in the city that you're in, whether it be London, whether it be, you know, Australia, um, Melbourne, Australia, Sydney, Australia, Toronto, Canada. Download that app and see what cool events are going on. Maybe you can network with somebody. Maybe you can meet the love of your life there. You know, if you're someone that's religious, maybe try to find a new church. I mean, if you're into that, you know, just try to find some like one little token new thing that can give you like an ounce of purpose. Because, again, fortune favors the bold. Be bold enough to try, try to find something new. You know, you don't have to go out of your way to like, start a business and shit or try to switch careers if it's too risky in your head. But try to find, like, two, three new token people to hang out with, you know? You don't have to, like, force shit and try to, like, be desperate for friends. But just switch up your routine a little bit and just do something new, you know? Create a good day. Switch things up a little bit. And then when you switch things up, your guardian angels are going to be like, oh, okay, we, we, we see this bitch. See, this is, see we, we, fuck, we fuck with this bitch. This bitch trying to, you know, switch up her routine. You know what? Now that she wants to go to this little new diner that's by her house, let's introduce her to her potential husband. Let's, like, make them bump into each other. Oh, now they bump into each other. Let's make them exchange numbers. Okay, now that they exchange numbers, let's see if they'll... You know, hang out a little bit more. Okay, boom. Before you know it, you start dating this guy. You guys have been together for, for about six months. And you guys start taking each other real seriously. And you realize that he showed you what real love is. Or same thing with if you, you know, are somebody that moved to a new city or is living in a new town. And you go by yourself. Which usually that's how I met a lot of the really great people in my life. Going places by myself. You go by yourself. And then boom, two, three, four, five friendly people walk up to you. You exchange social medias and you guys actually hang out. You guys pitch the idea of hanging out. You fill out their vibe. You like them. And boom, you just made two, three cool new good friends. And one of them tells you that their job is hiring and they connect you to a cool new opportunity. So, you know, it, that's what the beauty of being productive and putting yourself out there. Switching up your routine. When the universe sees that you're switching up your routine, they'll see, okay, this individual you know, they're, you know, we see you. We see that you're trying to make an effort to live a better life. Now we're going to pull certain things in your direction and we're going to give you door, multiple different doors. How can the universe or God or whatever you believe in give you multiple opportunities or different doors to walk through if you won't even give yourself a chance to walk through it? You won't even give yourself a chance to solo travel or see the world and you already got the money, got the time, and you won't even make the effort to do so by researching a, a safe place to go. You won't even take the effort to moving to a new city when you know fully well that you have a decent resume and you can easily apply to hella different jobs and you got family there or you know one or two people there you can easily move there 
if you wanted to in the following year. You know, the universe, like I said, favors the bold. And if you put yourself in a predicament to pull yourself for change and something new, the universe will see that, acknowledge it, and they'll give you extra options. How can, it, how can the universe give you more options if all you do is take your ass to work, leave work, come straight home, scroll to social media all day, and then just complain about being depressed or how you feel stagnant, how you feel like your life isn't going anywhere, and all you do is fucking compare yourself to people. You won't even make the effort to go try something new because you're so fucking scared of being uncomfortable. Even if that means moving out of your fucking parents' house. Yes, I'm talking to your ass. If you're grown as fuck and fully capable and you got arms and legs at work, feel free to move the fuck out of your parents' house if you have a stable job and you got arms and legs that do work. So, all I'm saying, you have to put yourself in predicaments to get put on. How can you get put on when you don't put yourself out there? How can the universe bless you if the universe don't see you? The universe gonna be like, where this bitch at? Where this bitch at? Oh, this motherfucker, this bitch ass nigga, this bitch, this motherfucker, they're in their fucking house. Like, man, let them stay their ass in their house. You know, we got all these beautiful jewels and all these beautiful opportunities out here and they're locking themselves inside. Man, let them stay inside. Let them stay there and then when they're ready, they'll get it. The reason why those blessings and those cool things that you've always wanted that you feel like will pull you out of depression hasn't came yet is because you won't give yourself an opportunity to unlock it. You're not even giving yourself an opportunity to look for that key. Or to let that key come across you. Because you keep locking yourself in your fucking home or in your room and complaining and doing the same thing every single day. If you want something new, you got to do something different. You know, a wise woman, shout out to the late singer Betty, Betty Wright. Betty Wright once said, in order to get something, you have to give something. In order to be something, you have to go through something. And that's all I'll say on that. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you guys for streaming so much. I'm going to set my podcast cookies up. I appreciate everyone that's been watching my content for all this long. I'm really stepping the podcast cookies up because, listen, it's been three years of podcasting. And millions of streams later, lots of support later, people are still streaming it. People are still tagging me, asking me what's the new podcast. And really fuck with it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, yeah. That's that. Time out is over. I need you, boo. I see you, boo. And the hearts all over the world tonight. And the hearts all over the world tonight. Oh, oh. And I need you, boo. I gotta see you, boo. And the hearts all over the world tonight. And the hearts all over the world tonight. Hey, little mama, you're a little stutter. Oh, little finger, yes, you're a winner. And I'm so glad to be your, your, you're a class all on your own. And ooh, little cutie, when you talk to me, it's where the whole world stops. You're my sweetheart, and I'm so glad that you're mine. You're one of a kind. Where are you? 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 Oh, where are you? 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 Oh, cause I got and I don't need Cause I got that and I'll be straight. Baby, you're the best part of my day. I need you, boo. I gotta see you, boo. And the heart's all over the world tonight. And the heart's all over the world tonight. Oh!
that's all you get for free. That's the end of this podcast. Okay, that's it. Bye.